Thank you for tuning in to Against Principalities and Powers, where we examine the events, circumstances, and conditions in our world today, all through the lens of Scripture. Now, in this episode, we'll discuss the greatest temptation facing each and every one of us. Now, what is that greatest temptation? Well, the greatest and most effective temptation being arrayed against us is the temptation to hate one another. And in our world today, hatred is not only one of the most easiest things to obtain, it's highly encouraged as well. And in some cases, the world subtly teaches and encourages us to hate one another, such as the hatred between the haves and the have-nots. In other cases, the encouragement is blanted and outright, such as the hatred of Donald Trump. Now, we're also taught to not discriminate in who we hate, thus family, friends, associates, co-workers, people we may not even know can all be hated equally. Now, we're taught to hate one another because of things said, things done. We hate based on skin color and ethnic background. We hate based on what one has or does not have. We hate because of where one lives, works, believes, says, thinks. We hate based on political beliefs. We hate because of who we associate with. And it goes on and on. And because there's no statute of limitations on hatred, there is no expiration date for it. Now, where does hatred come from? Well, hatred comes from sin and is part of the attributes of those that have turned away from God and his commandments and ways, choosing instead to pursue their own lust and desires. Now, in the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter, 19th verse, Lord Jesus tells us, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are some of the attributes of hatred toward one another. Now, who encourages us to hate one another? Well, God tells us in the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, 12th verse, he says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, who's the Lord speaking of? Well, the Lord answers that question in the book of Revelation, the 12th chapter, 12th verse, which reads, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. The Lord goes on to say, concerning the devil, in the book of 1 Peter, the 5th chapter, 8th verse, he says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Understand that Satan hates all mankind. He has no friends, no companions, no one that he cares for. He hates everyone, all of us. Satan's goal is to destroy everyone that he can get his hands on. And he'll use whatever means possible to do it. Satan will pit young against old, rich against poor, white against black, east side against west side, whatever it takes for us to hate and destroy one another, Satan will use. Now, what are the consequences to us if we choose to harbor hatred in our hearts toward one another? Well, in the book of 1 John, the third chapter, verses 14 through 15, the Lord tells us, We know that we have passed from death unto life, because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. 
Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Now the Lord warns us in the book of Revelation, the 21st chapter, 8th verse, he says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And remember, Second death means that a person becomes eternally separated from God. Thus, in the lake of fire, there is no prayer because God's not there to hear it. Thus, there is no hope. All there is is extreme pain and torment without pause for all eternity. So, before we decide to hate someone, we need to first ask ourselves, is hating that person so important that we're willing to burn forever? Is that hatred worth the extreme pain and torment that will last forever? Consider this. The Lord tells us in the book of 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, ninth verse, he says, But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now that being the case, what do you think awaits those that have rejected him? including those that chose to hate. Now, loving one another is a commandment of the Lord. The book of 1 John, the fourth chapter, 21st verse tells us, And this commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God, love his brother also. Now, will we encounter difficulties and challenges to love all people? Well, the answer is yes. The Lord tells us in the book of 2 Timothy, the third chapter, 12th verse, he says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Now, why will we be persecuted? Well, the Lord answers this question in the book of John, the 15th chapter, verses 18 through 19. He says, If the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Now, for this reason, we must be very mindful of the temptation to hate. The Lord warns us in the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter, verses 12 through 13, he says, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So let us do as the Lord commands us in the book of John, the 13th chapter, verses 34 through 35, where he says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Now, what if we find it impossible for us to rid ourselves of the hatred that we have towards someone or someones? We want to stop, but we simply cannot make ourselves stop hating. 
Well, the Lord tells us in the book of Luke, the 18th chapter, 27th verse, he says, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Now, what this means is that if we believe that Christ Jesus can heal our heart and enable us to be rid of hatred, then it shall be done. All we need to do is ask and then walk in our forgiveness and healing. In other words, stop hating. We'll close with what the Lord tells us in the book of 2 Chronicles, 7th chapter, 14th verse. It reads, If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, as always, we pray that this message is a blessing to you and thank you once again for tuning in and listening to Against Principalities and Powers. Till next time, be blessed. Be informed. Amen.